We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Spahnauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're gonna we're gonna do the main thing we're gonna do today is give some fantasy football hot takes. Theo says he's gonna set the room on fire, so I'm really excited for that. Um, this is gonna be the hottest episode of the year for Stay Hot. <laughs> but before we get into that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I'm pretty I'm doing good. good, man. You're you're in a, the the best mood I've maybe ever seen. Oh yeah, I was actually about to say I'm just in a great mood right now. No particular reason too. Life is just great. Life There's is, so much good in the world. Life no? is great. Life is good. After coming in with the Panthers' season is ruined, uh, like <laughs> intro <laughs> yesterday or last episode. You oh there you're not. I, I, you know what? It. Ohio State's going to be good. Down. Bearcats are going to be good. I'm going to go to a bunch of football games. And the Panthers, I've already accepted they're not going to be okay. They're going to be terrible. Fine. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. So no heartbreak. So it's not that bad. That's the spirit. I just got Madden 23 in the new Xbox Series X, which was a funny little process because I was like, I'm not going to buy the entire Xbox. I'm just going to buy the new Madden for the Xbox One. But because they labeled it bad on the store, I bought the one for the Xbox Series X. I'm like, I'm not buying this shit twice. So then I just bought the new Xbox. And uh, yeah, I've been uh, playing that a little bit, and I've been posting my uh, adventures on the Stay Hot TikTok with my Bengals franchise. And uh, hopefully, you know, I can count that as 
a business expense now that I'm posting it on the Stay Hot account. And at the end of the year, I can say that was a business purchase and I can write it off on my taxes. So the uh, tax exempt league, um, the ta- tax league I'm doing exempt. solely for the, the league I'm doing solely right, for if, tax if you, purposes. If you announce that you're bit. solely doing it for tax purposes, do you think the IRS is going to like be like, uh oh, well, got to investigate, stay hot? Well, hopefully there's no IRS agents listening to this. But even if they are, I mean, it legitimately is. I, I, well, I got Madden just to play it. I don't know if this is digging myself into a deeper hole or not, but it legitimately is for like, that is a completely valid thing for me to say it's content Yeah. yeah. for, you know, I, my job is to create NFL content. This is, Madden is NFL an NFL content. game. People okay. are interested in the content. So it really is help a helpful business model for me. So it's, I don't even think I'm like jumping through any hoops here, doing any mental gymnastics, uh, no, I don't think so. But I do have to make content. I can't just buy it, not make anything with it, and then be like, oh, yeah, that was a business <laughs> expense, right? right? No, I have to actually make shit. So that's what I've been doing. And uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Hopefully, your Bengals franchise does better than my Seahawks one. No spoilers for uh, the new Bladen Madden. Do you play on franchise. all Madden or all pro? Yes, all Madden. You play, oh, you'll play on all Madden. Well, it's going to go better because I play on all pro. But oh. If I go like 16 oh. or 17 and 0, I'll bump it up. But um, sometimes I'll play all Madden mode and I'll like rush it 15 times for 15 yards and I'll be like, <laughs> I don't think this is fun. The, the problem with all Madden is that like the QB that you're going against never makes a mistake. Right. Like, right. Ever. That's the, yeah. <laughs> like even on all pro, like it'll be my average stat line against a quarterback, even a computer quarterback. Well, especially a computer quarterback will be like 16 for 19. <laughs> and the three incompletions are all picks by me. Like the ball just doesn't hit the ground ever. No. Um, so that's why I don't like all like, yes, I'll probably win a lot of games because all, all even all pros, not that hard, but like, I just get so mad when it's like twenty five for twenty five, all Madden, and then you're also also playing with a good team. You got Jamar Chase and T Higgins. He got hurt. Good team. He got hurt. He got hurt. It was a random team. The people were the the conspiracy theorists were out because I was just randomly like clicking through it, and I was just like five four three two one. Then I stopped and I got the Bengals. And people, the conspiracy (laughs) theorists were out. Were like, this is for you. Just want a good team. You you just wanted to do it because it's the Bengals. No. It's just a random team. But anyway, I've been having a good time with it. Um, making content for it, especially, I think helps out. It makes it more fun because you kind of like use your imagination a little bit. And I'm a little bit more, I'm talking through the storylines. Right. So it even, it even helps me like get into the, to the franchise a little bit more. No, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a fun time. I'm excited to do my franchise. So hope, hope the people. I see your Raiders it. flag is gone. Yeah. Your I replaced it with uh, Star Wars movies. Do you like it? Yeah, it's better than a Raiders I like flag. It. Yeah. The Raiders <laughs> flag didn't make much sense next to the Browns stadium. This is better. I guess I guess my Colorado Rockies hat doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. <laughs> Browns, uh, Rockies, Raiders fan. But uh yeah, anyway. Fair enough. Anyway, let's get into some uh news. Some newsworthy things have gone down. Um I guess we already talked about Chet a little bit last time. So we probably shouldn't discuss that too much. 
We didn't know yeah. he was out for the season last time. And right, I guess we didn't know that. It really sucks. That's a and bummer. That's he was he away. was one of the more like I think he was easily the most interesting rookie. That or the guy I was the most excited to watch because uh, there's so much question about like how exactly is that going to translate um, to the NBA? Like his play style was the size going to be a problem for him? And now we don't get to figure out till next year. Uh, there's plenty of you know really good players in the NBA that were hurt their first year, so it's not you know the end of the world, no, but yeah. it stinks. I still have high hopes for him, but yeah. Really just heartbreaker. I guess the big NBA news would be Patrick Beverly to uh, <laughs> play with LeBron James. Come on, man. Like, they're going to win the finals. I envy him. <laughs> oh, how I envy him. Envy who, no, LeBron I, I, or Pat I like Bell. that move, too. I love that move for the Lakers. I mean, like, it's not a game changer. I mean, it's not like, you know, all of a sudden they're in a totally different spot, but they... We're missing real role players. They did not have serious role players last year. Patrick Beverly is a serious role player. He's a good defender. And I know he had a down year shooting last year, but uh, for the most part, he's been a really strong shooter. So another 3 and D guy for THT who he wasn't going to play. He can't contribute to a winning team right now, or at least he couldn't for the Lakers. And Stanley Johnson, who I liked, but the lack of shooting was going to be tough to work around. It's a good deal. I like it. I'm thinking about this from... Uh Patrick Beverly's post-career standpoint, you know, if he's going to be on a first take and stuff uh, and, you know, prep for a role in a broadcasting, him on the Lakers will certainly increase his star power even more. And I'm just prepping for the inevitable reality that he is on ESPN now every single day and his relevancy has never been higher, which... Is will be funny and will make for a lot of things to talk about for us over the next calendar year. <laughs> that's where I took away from him. Like, oh man, we've got an extremely relevant Patrick Beverly. That's going to be fun. Uh, hey, Patrick Beverly is already fun. So he's already well, yeah. he is, <laughs> and he's yeah. he's the type of guy where you know he gets a lot of hate, but never from the teams that he's on. Timberwolves liked them. Clippers liked them, and there's a good reason for that. He's a good player. You know that's I'm why. A, if, that's why Matt, when you compared me to Patrick Beverly, the way I play basketball, I took it as a you, com- you kind of are. Like I, I took it. I took it. You're, <laughs> you're, you're good on defense. You're legitimately very. I took good it. On I took defense. it as a compliment because I'm like, you know what? No one has ever complained with playing with Blading Kirk. That's that's <laughs> some truth to that. <laughs> some truth to that. But this isn't really a major move. I want to see the healed uh, Turner trade the Lakers happen. I was tweeting about that earlier today. That I want to see. Then the Lakers will be really serious. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nice move. Nice move. And I mean, for the Jazz, like talking about it from that perspective, I mean, THT, you know, last year sucked. But I mean... I don't know. It's a rebuilding <laughs> you're, you're team. Not, He's a young you're not player, trying. You know, you, you, you're not trying there to might win. Something right. be there. Right. So there you might, might as you there. might as well take the take the younger player. Why not take a shot on THT? You know, you don't have anything in Beverly in the sense of like, how's that going to help you if you're totally blowing up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, definitely, definitely. A, you know, at this point, it's not the biggest deal in the world. But considering there hasn't been like a smidge of NBA news, yeah, that's outside <laughs> of like two things since um, it's like Kevin Durant like, stays, <laughs> right? And Kevin then, Durant stays. Pat Bev, and now Chet, Pat Bev Chet to the Lakers. Hurt. So it's like the the three, the big three of things that have happened in the NBA. 
Uh, as far as NFL news goes, Geno Smith is the official starter in um, Seattle, which means I need to up- update my QB rankings quiz to have Geno on instead of Drew Locke. I think it's the right move. Um, after after some long, hard thinking, I and also watching him in preseason, he has been looking really nice. And like, if you haven't, and if you haven't seen anything from Locke to this point, because you know he had COVID and whatnot, like it, it, it just makes more sense to just roll with Gino than trying to, you know, force yourself to see it through with Locke. I'd rather just take the guy that's, you know, he's already been here, so I, I mean, he knows the offense, so you might as well just give him the nod. Yeah, I think it's been funny to watch like the reaction to Gino getting the starting nod because I think if you've really been paying attention to what the Seahawks have been doing, it's been pretty obvious that he's going to be the starter for the last like two or three months. Like the, he was always the number one, and Locke <laughs> had to unseat him. And I think people kind of always thought of it the other way, where Locke was the number one, and there's no way Gino starts. And then right. when the preseason happened, Gino was running with the ones. Um, there were a ton of drops from the Seahawks this this preseason, but overall, Geno looked all right. He was accurate, um, protected the football, hit some big plays. Some big plays got dropped, like I said. Yeah. And then Drew Locke got COVID and missed the second game. And Geno was already the number one. Locke missed a big opportunity to kind of like make any headway because Locke was legitimately good in the first game. And so I thought Gino kind of had it locked up once Locks, you know, missed that opportunity game two. And then game three, Gino started, looked pretty good. And Locke came, came in and he was Drew Locke. He was up and down. There were some right. questionable throws. Some He threw three picks. You can debate how many of them were exactly his fault, but still, um, you're not going to win the start. You're not going to see Gino Smith throwing three picks regardless of how many were there were, right. were his fault. So we haven't seen Gino start since like 2013. All right, since he got his jaw broken, he's done a lot of sitting, a lot of learning since then. He came in last year. He didn't look horrible. All right, he had a passer rating of like 103. I think he won a game or for them in about three games that he had to play. He was like one and two and looked sharp this preseason. So, you know, in that offense, very McVay, you know, came from the Ram- The offensive coordinator came from the Rams. Um, they've elevated some bad quarterbacks before. I do think that there's a chance that Geno Smith, you know, isn't as bad as everybody thinks that he is. And um, yeah, shout out. All. If you want more Geno Smith content, follow Griff, <laughs> Griff Sturgeon, <laughs> who we had on this podcast after the uh, after the Wilson trade. He has been the, the, the number one Geno Smith content creator and fan uh, on Twitter that I've seen over the past couple months. And, you know, he's been on top of that the entire time you know, talking about Gino's strengths and weaknesses and prepping for him to be the starter in Seattle. So I've seen a lot more Gino content through following him <laughs> than the average person. Hey, so. No, I, I legit think like you talk about the drops that the receivers had. If you switch those receivers out with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they're making some big plays on offense. I don't, I don't yeah, think this offense it been is going to really, be been really as bad nice. as people think it is. They have great receivers. I think they're going to have one of the best running back rooms in football. I think Seattle's offense is going to be a lot, like really surprising to a lot of people. Their running game has a chance to be the best in the league. I mean, it was oh, over bro, the last I'm te- half I'm of last you, year. It, <laughs> it was like it straight up was near the top of the league last year, and it, you might roll your eyes and say, "No way!" But like, look at the results last year. They were one of I think three teams that averaged over five yards a carry. 
I believe they averaged like five yards a carry like every single game this preseason. Um, when Gino was out there, Charles Cross and Abe Lucas were just killing it as the tackles. He yeah. had all day to throw most of the time. Like the offensive line has actually looked pretty good recently um, for the Seahawks. So I, I think that they can pick up where they left off in terms of the running game and uh, Gino can can at least be like a, a game manager. So yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm I'm a somewhat of a fan of the Seahawks, the secondary kind of. Are, are we going to say that the Seahawks finish above the Cardinals in the NFC West? It's not a terrible take. It's possible. I don't it think is it's possible. I don't think it's that crazy. I really don't. Well, I have the Rams going eight and nine. So, are so we saying yeah, that I mean, you can't. Someone's got to win some you games. You can't give much <laughs> Not the are Rams. They finish above the Rams. They're not going to finish above the Rams. The Rams. Um, <laughs> I think they'll be but, a little disappointing this but year. What but what if? What if? I'm going to tweet out what if the Seahawks make the playoffs and see what people how people respond to that. I really liked their draft. I really liked their running backs. I really liked the receivers. Like, That's an exciting team. It, I would be excited if I was a Seahawks is, fan. I agree. I hope Geno does good. I'm, I'm rooting for him. You, you can't help but root for Geno, man. Hey, I've got, I've got the Geno Smith jersey. Yo, right that's right, you. the West Virginia. The <laughs> West Virginia Geno Smith jersey. You got to wear that yeah. when they go to the Super Bowl, man. All right. When, <laughs> yeah. When they go to the Super Bowl, I'll rock the West Virginia Geno Smith jersey. Uh, in All other right. NFL news, speaking of offensive line play, uh, Tyron Smith, tough. Probably looks like he's going to be Cowboys out. Cowboys are in he, trouble. He's, he's they, out for the season. Is that confirmed that he's out for the season? I believe no, he's, he's, he's be out back. for a long time, but not. Okay. I think he would be able to make it back for a playoff push if they were able to. Oh, make it. Okay. I, so basically out for the season. So it's like Cam Akers. Cam Akers level. was no Cam Akers was supposed to be out for the whole year and he came back. <laughs> it is it's a torn yeah. hamstring. They think he can be back by December. That's what it is. But anyway, when you look at all the teams across the league during an off season, you can for ninety nine percent of them they all think they got better because of the draft, because of free agency. Like mm-hmm. even some teams got be- like better than other teams. Some's kind of maybe stayed the same, added a guy here and there that the fan base right. can get excited about. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are like the one team this year where it's like, damn, no tyrant. They've like lost Tyron Smith. They've yeah. lost Amari Cooper. They've lost Randy Gregory. Like it's kind of tough to say like, oh yeah, I think they've gotten better this offseason and when you're like the one team that kind of looks like you're in a worse spot than you were last year well everyone else thinks they've improved slightly like that's kind of a dangerous position to be if, in. if you didn't get better you got worse yeah, yeah getting better on paper is so easy and it, the, yes. the cowboys haven't you know getting not that's exactly what i was gonna say if you didn't get better you got worse like yep i love that that trope it's so common but it's it's absolutely facts like i mean is there so is there wide receiver two right now? Because Gallup is not going to be ready week one. Am I wrong? That's what I heard. Probably going to be James Washington or Jalen Tolbert. Is James is Washington or Jalen Tolbert? And they get Gallup back. I think the receivers are pretty good. I, I'm a James Washington fan, and I, I like. And they Tolbert. have uh, Schultz at tight end, right? Yeah, they've got. Look, they've got Schultz still got good. the weapons, but it's like the offensive line take is taking a big step yeah. back. I'm afraid without Smith, no Tyron Smith, one. no Collins. Um, yeah, and if if Lamb gets hurt, all of a sudden, like your entire done. offense <laughs> yeah, depends depends on the look. I think that there can still be a team with a winning record. Um, I think they can still hit ten wins. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, they added Anthony Barr. 
the, the secondary looks all right. Like they've got really good coordinators. Well, the jury's still out a little bit on Kellen Moore, but I, I tend to think Kellen Moore is a pretty good coordinator and Dan Quinn is a good defensive coordinator, but you know, they've got some pieces there, like the skill position group with lamb. And we'll get into lamb when we talk about fantasy, like I think it's still good. They've got the elite quarterback in my opinion and Dak. Yeah. They've got two elite edge rushers. They've got a number one corner in Trayvon Diggs, kind (laughs) of. And uh, (laughs) yeah, no, the ingredients are still there for a good team, but it's like they, if they like totally suck, if it was just a total bum year and they were the like most disappointing team in football next year, I don't know if I'm like going to predict it. You wouldn't be be terribly surprised. You can see it coming, right? You can see (laughs) the, the path. So yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think they have they do have enough good players to where I think they can still be a playoff team, but I don't feel too per- I in like the past like 3 years, I have felt pretty confident in the Dallas Cowboys. But right now I I'm, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, and you think of like historically, you know, teams that were in the playoffs the year before like X amount of them miss it the next year. And in the NFC, it's like kind of tough to find those teams like are the Packers going to make like who was in it last year Packers Buccaneers 49ers Rams Cowboys Eagles and who am I missing um would it be Cardinals Cardinals yes so like Cardinal like who are those like the Cardinals I think are in high risk of missing it again yeah. And like after that, like Cowboys are probably next on the list of like at risk <laughs> yeah. of missing. So because all those other like, teams d- got better, except yeah. for, except Rams. for maybe Rams didn't. No. Maybe the well, Bucks. Yeah, that maybe the be, Bucks stayed the same, but they got Tom Brady. You got to stick to your eight and nine take here, man. <laughs> I got to stick to my. Well, yeah, I think the Rams got. I think the Rams are going to get less production out of quarterback, offensive line, skill position, front seven, and secondary next year. I think. All of those areas are not going to be as strong as they were last year. Because I don't think Cup is going to get a million trillion yards. And I don't think yeah. they don't have Von Miller anymore. And they don't have a solid Bobby Bobby too. Wagner, they linebacker lost, one, man. They lost Andrew Whitworth. So, yeah. And yeah. Stafford. It's, defi- is, it's definitely yeah. a worse team. I think so. But at any rate, um, yeah, yeah. Those are the three teams in the in the NFC where I'm like, they're they're kind of on a on watch to, to yeah. miss after making it the year sure. before. But anyway, that's enough for real news. It's time to get into fake football, fantasy football. Um, but before, but before we get, we into, get that. into that, <laughs> t- today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at odds trader for play by play updates, live scores and bet tracking odds trader is the place to go. They have the best price on every game and sign-up offers from multiple sports books. Plus, they have player statistics, key game stats, and even projective game day weather. You can use their bet tracker to keep records of all your games and betting activity. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all your game day bets. So, to begin your handicapping journey, make sure to go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader is the beginning of your best bets for all sports. Download from the App Store today. Nice. I think I will. I think nice. that's exactly what I'll do after this is download Odds Trader from the App Store. Um, yeah, fantasy takes. So the way we're doing this, these are slow burn fantasy takes. So we're going to start out with something pretty conservative and slowly work our way into some hotter hotter takes. Theo, again, said before this episode that he was going to set the world on fire with his hot fantasy takes. 
So why don't you set us off, Theo, with your most conservative <laughs> take? <laughs> I guess my most conservative, I'll say, um, I think that you should be really high on on CD Lamb this year. I think like if we're talking about the Cowboys, we're talking about the weapons. CD Lamb is kind of the only dude there that demands a, a high workload. And I think that his talent is supremely underrated. I think when it comes to like being a complete wide receiver, I think he can develop into someone like Devonte Adams. I think he can develop into someone like the really top, top tier type of dudes. I think he has the talent to make that leap. He's got the body control. Uh, he's got the yards after catch ability. I mean, the body control leads, leads him to so many other places because it, it, it expands the catch radius. It helps with the route running and shiftiness in and out of breaks. And it helps him slip tackles after the after the fact. And he was really elite in all of those areas. Suffered from a couple drops last year, but his hands were amazing in college. And, and I've seen multiple wide receivers get better with drops as their careers go on. So I think when you got a wide receiver with that kind of talent and in line for that kind of workload, I mean, we're talking about a guy who could easily hit 160 plus targets this year mm -hmm. um like i feel more confident about that than damn near anything so after like maybe cup and justin jefferson like if you took cd lamb after that i i truly wouldn't blame you right like, i 100 percent agree yeah Nothing wrong so with that's why i think it's a conservative take because it, it's not that crazy to say like a really talented wide receiver who is the clear number one option on their team in a good offense yes. with a good quarterback is going to be like an elite wide receiver. But to maybe put him as high as I'm putting him, who is, he's my current like wide receiver. He's, he's my favorite so, second round receiver. Yeah. If you can get him at the swing, I guess maybe my take would be you, I would be fine drafting him in the first round. And if you can get him in the second, oh, you're, you're wow. totally gold. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think anyone would draft him in the first round. People are going to take cup, maybe Jamar Jefferson, those are probably the guys to go first. So you're almost certainly getting Lamb back around on the swing. But yeah. Yeah, I and think a lot of leagues, like I've seen him go like at the bottom of the second sometimes. He can slip. So um, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I almost had him as my offensive player of the year prediction. I think he's that good. But He is that good. <laughs> Matt, what's your most conservative take? This one's really conservative. I, I don't like Isaiah Spiller. I don't think he's very good. And I, okay, I understand. I understand he's like running back like 46. But even then, there are you better think he's guys running back too. 80. Yeah, like there's better guys to take. Like uh, he's getting drafted over Naeem Hines and Rashad White. I like both those guys significantly better than Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Rashad White Spiller is, is not is so good. Rashad White, that could be another take of mine that I didn't have on my list, but Rashad White take him like pretty damn early. But anyway, go on. Right. No, I I just think that like, is he in a winnable backfield? Not really. I don't believe in his talent. Uh, I don't think he's that great of a running back. There's a reason why he fell. And I think that if you look at some of the other guys around him, it's like White could potentially win out in Tampa Bay. Hines, we know the workload he's going to have. With Spiller, even if you're right and he is really good, I don't think he's going to beat out Austin Eckler. I, maybe if you're taking him as like a handcuff to Eckler, okay, but... Outside of that, I don't know. I, I think there's better guys to take a chance on than Spiller. Don't believe in the talent. Don't believe he can win the backfield. It's a tough situation. 
I guess my only pushback yeah. on that would be like Austin Eckler is someone who has never had 20 carries in his life in a game. Never, ever. So he's someone mm-hmm. they clearly want to protect because like he's always got some sort of nagging injury and he's productive in spite of it. But he's just not someone that you really trust hitting between the tackles over and over again. So maybe unlike he could get some more like goal line work if they were going to want to protect Eckler like that. But like, even then I'm like, I don't know. Cause they've got some other running backs there who've looked decent this preseason. Right. Yeah. Right. Even, it's not even guaranteed even that he gets he the win. running back two job, right? He could be the third. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm going to check right now. If, if Spiller was, is the third running back on that roster. Wasn't Eckler <coughs> banged up right now. Too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Just, Eckler mostly the goal line back last year anyway? I felt like I they, no they used him like more than like Jackson and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I just feel I feel like they used actually really never so. gotten 20 carries in a game, though. That's crazy. <laughs> Personally, if yeah, that, that, I don't know. I just don't like me. Spiller. I think even in the best case scenario, he's still like in a perfect world. He's not getting receiving work. He's still fighting there. It's like I give me a Rashad White. And if you want to convince yourself that he's going to be him you could say okay maybe he becomes a lead back for tampa it's not impossible or maybe right. he gets like a big uh load of the work there it's not impossible or with Hines, you know the role he's going to have with isaiah yes. spiller i think there's limited upside yeah i yeah that's that's the thing is like not knowing with spiller uh you know mm-hmm. devil that you know is better than devil that you don't but i'm going to give you guys not a not a super hot yes. take to start off you know, Jalen Hurts, QB one in fantasy. Everyone's gonna take. That's a pretty hot take. I don't think so. Quarterback? You mean a QB one or the QB one in fantasy? Maybe, maybe QB two. Because everyone's gonna. Here's the thing: first quarterback off the board is gonna almost certainly be Josh Allen, which I get. Mm-hmm. Right, and then after that, who realistically do you do you feel comfortable taking over Hurts? Because I don't, I don't know if I would take anyone else at that point. I would just. You don't wait. like Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar, right? I love Lamar, but like Jalen Hurts was arguably the best rushing quarterback last year, and then they added um, AJ Brown to that receiving core. So we know the passing offense is going to be better. I just see this like here's. I think the Eagles are going to have a better passing offense than the Ravens, and I think the run game is going to be a. About neck and neck, maybe Lamar's a little bit better. But if you th- if like if you're banking on Jalen Hurts still being a dominant rusher, which you probably should be, and the passing game's substantially better, even uh, not even substantially, if it's even a little bit better. I mean, he's, he's being drafted to QB seven right now. I would I would be very if if he falls to me at QB seven, I'm I'm pulling the trigger on that every day, like no question about I can, it. I can see the vision with like people aren't taking into account that maybe adding AJ Brown helps his passing or like yeah, his, I, his uh, passing totals. I can definitely see that. I mean, you look at what like some of these elite wide receivers, what Jamar chase did for burrow and what yes. Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs did for Josh Allen. And I'm trying to think what other examples there have been. Um, those, those are the two big ones. Those are the two big ones that have happened recently. Um, I know there's been more, but anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, 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 if Jalen hurts can experience something like that, I mean, I don't think that's a horrible take. I mean, AJ Brown is elite, elite, elite. 
and should no, be, I mean, trust me i know we've we've yeah, all been on the crazy, aj brown man. train for a minute now yeah no i have i have jalen hurts at around the qb six seven range i don't have him above lamar i'm a i'm a high mm-hmm. on lamar as well and that could even yeah. be my next take uh is lamar i think is gonna hit his career high in passing this year and is always a safe bet for like in a thousand yard rushing season so, you, so you're expecting you're expecting a bateman breakout then yeah, I I think Bake I I'm a big Bateman fan and in general I just think that Lamar is is they're going to open up the offense for him a little bit more as a passer based on what they've been saying in the in the preseason. So, I don't know if that's my okay. next take, but um Yeah, no, I yeah. mean that's that's totally fair. I just think like I trust the Eagles receivers a little more like I know Devontae Smith is good. Right? I've seen right. him ball. I know Dallas Goddard's a good tight end. I know that AJ Brown's a good receiver. And I know that they can run the ball because they have one of the best offensive lines. And Jalen Hurts is great with the football in his hands. So, like, I, I've I, I've seen the vision. It just has to execute. Yeah, I don't but, hate the take. I don't hate the take. All right. Do we, do we want to get a little spicier? How how spicy can we get? Uh, how about this? I'll say Christian Kirk will finish. I don't know where he's being drafted right now exactly. Um, but I have him as like a top 25 wide receiver this year, maybe a top 20. He could be a guy that slips into the top 20 and could be like a really high end wide receiver two, or even a low end wide receiver one. And he is someone that I could definitely see just getting peppered with targets this year. Like who else is there? You've got, he's being drafted on average, like wide receiver 39 or 40. <laughs> yeah. Give me that like 20 <laughs> spots ahead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like what are the odds? He had what? 900 yards last year. Um, and a couple touchdowns from the slot. What are the odds that he does better than that this year? As okay. The here's wide receiver one in that situation. Here's a good I think way it's, to, I think it's kind of high. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Marquez Callaway wide receiver 38 finished <laughs> last year. Wow. Right. There you go. That's I mean, is that is that not pr- proof of concept? Yeah, he was wide receiver finish. one, but he's not. He's not Christian Kirk. <laughs> Christian Kirk is going to finish so much better than that dude. <laughs> he like literally half of the like the Doug Peterson o- offense is like heavily relies on kind of these RPOs and quicker passes, and in those reads, they kind of like focus on just one dude, and that one dude yeah. is going to be Christian Kirk like ninety percent of the time. And I think he's going to get quarterback, good quarterback play. I think the Jaguars are going to be much improved. Can it, like Trevor Lawrence is a is a good quarterback in my opinion. So I think he will be getting good quarterback play. He is in line for a pretty big amount of targets in that offense. And like overall, he's not even getting drafted at a point where it's a, a high risk signing to me. Like, yeah, he's a talented player in a really good situation. Like, yes. maybe not a really good situation because it's, it's still here's here's the and thing. Even if the quarterback plays bad, who cares? People looked at that contract and they said, oh, Christian Kirk is bad. That's that's the mentality they got into. That's exactly (laughs) what happened. That overrated, overpaid player in in Jacksonville. I don't want him. It's like, well, the Jacksonville people are looking at that like, that's the guy we're giving. We need to justify that contract. So we're going to really make sure that he gets 1,000 yards this year, right? (laughs) So I, I really think that he is going to be a, a centerpiece there. I think he's going to have a career year. Is he going to justify his contract? Probably not. 
probably not. This is not what I'm saying. But but he doesn't have is the to. Contract, <laughs> is it going to look like, are the Jaguars going to try to make sure that maybe it doesn't look like the worst contract of all time? Yes, they will. So give me like <laughs> Christian Kirk over some of these other guys that are getting drafted is like in the who's, 30s. Like I, been, I really think being, he's Who's gonna, being drafted over him right now? Let me go. Probably some yeah, bums, but he's going to, I think he's a, it. there's a real chance he finishes as a, as a pretty high end wide receiver too this year, in my opinion. I, yeah, I agree. Tyler Lockett, uh, Brandon Ayuk, um, Hunter Renfro, Bateman. I'm, I'm really, yeah, I'm really high on his opportunity. I agree. Hopkins is getting drafted over him. How many games is Hopkins supposed to miss? Just six. I, I, I don't blame anybody for taking Hopkins okay. over him. Drake London, but I, Tyler I agree. Lockett, Devante, Lazard. Theo. And that leads me, that kind of ties in with my next take. Okay. I know Deshaun Watson got suspended. The Browns are going to throw the ball. Amari Cooper at wide receiver 30 is kind of great, honestly. I do not think that it is going to be quite as bad. I feel like everybody is low on him. I'm not. I, I don't like. I'm not going to go draft him like rounds ahead of where he's supposed to go. But at wide receiver 30 with the ADP he has now, I like him. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. The Browns receivers are pretty thin, right? It's like Amari Cooper and then like Bell and then um, like Anthony Schwartz and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Right. And if you're a quarterback mm-hmm. who you don't have a lot of experience with this offense, you're trying to get your feet settled and just try and get anything going, you're going to go to the the guy who is like always open. And who's the best route runner in that building? It, it's Amari Cooper by a pretty He's going to get a lot of targets and he only needs to be wide. We're talking wide receiver 30. <laughs> I understand the quarterback play is going to be bad. I understand they're going to run a lot, but they are going to throw the ball. And Amari Cooper is so much more talented than every other pass catcher there. Um, I think he yeah. lives up to that age. He's, he's pretty head and shoulders above the rest. I don't disagree. I have mixed feelings about him because I don't disagree that he is a, a decent receiver in a clear number one spot, right? But at the same time, I, I mean, he didn't hit he hit over 70 yards like what once last year he was like incredibly disappointing and he was with bad against lamb man coverage. And, with lamb and gallop though right with lamb and Ga- well not really even gallop right he was the wide receiver guess, two yeah. he was supposed to be the co-wide receiver one in that offense true. he had a lot of opportunity to go off last year and he didn't do it and now he's in the worst quarterback situation and even last year, I think he struggled a little bit more to, to separate and against man coverage. Than he would, but he was he was hurt through a lot of last year, right? He was. Or he am was. I making so, that up? Well, I don't know. Actually, now that you say that, I I feel maybe all right. Maybe maybe I'm so, wrong. He was I so. Under- I just, but but I here's know. the thing. I also see what you're saying, Matt. But I, I when I looked at him, I could see. I was like, man, that's pretty tempting. To, to take him there. He still had eight touchdowns, right? That's pretty good. Um, I guess he didn't have 700 yards. He had 865. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know what to think about him. I, I, it is tempting, right? It's tempting to want Cooper. But my thing is that I'm too high on Nick Chubb right now. 
I am too high on Nick Chubb to really go full yeah, see, but that, that. that. That does not make any sense, but they're Why? going to throw the ball. Yeah, they're going to throw the ball. They're but going to you throw have, the ball. You have Jacoby Brissett, who notoriously can't get the ball They're going field. to throw the ball. You have a great offensive line, and you have the best runner in football. I'm running the ball through Nick Chubb 400 best times. Best offensive line. <laughs> One of the best. You have a. Gr- I said great offensive line, not the best. This is. Oh, I thought you said best. no. It might. I mean, that's not bad, dude. I, now, bad. here's the thing, though. If we think Amari Cooper is going to be bad, okay. I don't think he's going to be bad, if, dude. If, if if Amari Cooper is not like very good, they're really screwed. <laughs> the Browns are oh, going to no. really suck. No, they're going. I think they're going. No, the Browns are going to be very underwhelming this year. But Nick Chubb's going to be great. Don't worry. Is that your next hot take? That, that, yeah, Nick Chubb's running back one. Oh, oh not, man. Dude, come on. Man. I yeah. disagree with that. Yeah, I, Nick Chubb, I, gotta, I gotta disagree. You do? I, I get the split backfield. I get the shared backfield. Yep. And, he, and, the, and he is not but the like, pass catcher there. It's going to be so hard for him to do that. And I agree with the talent, and they're going to run a lot, but they're just not going to run enough with him, I don't think. Maybe not. But here's the thing. Maybe they don't. No, maybe they don't run as much as you you would want them to. You, as much. I don't know. I'm trying to think about how to phrase this because I look at Jacoby Brissett and I do not trust him to run the offense through him. Right. The only person on the offense that I trust enough to run the offense through is Nick Chubb. That's he can't run the offense through. Why not? Here's the thing. Okay. I, so you're saying that they have bad quarterback play and a great offensive line. They'll yes. have to run a ton, and he'll be running back one. Yeah. Did they have did good the quarterback season, play did last Did you see year? the season? Did you but, see the season Alvin Kamara just had? Because he was the only offensive weapon that was there for like most of last year, and that's he was valid. pretty underwhelming fantasy wise. I could see a world where Nick Chubb has a season where they stack the boxes through the first eleven weeks, and the efficiency is down a little bit. I can see a world where he is in quite literally the deepest backfield in the league with Kareem Hunt and Dearance Johnson. And because Chubb is so talented, they don't want him just running into, you know, four yard gains over and over again and, and spread it out a little bit. He's not the primary pass catcher. And the offense isn't gonna be marching up and down the field and scoring a bunch of touchdowns. So like I am is like running back twelve. <laughs> like I think he's like of that elite tier of running backs. He's the one I'm like least interested in drafting, even though he is my fantasy wise favorite running back of all of them. You know, like yeah. I just don't think he's going to be fantasy running back one. That's what I got to say. Listen, I watched Nick Chubb as a rookie just obliterate defenses with no offensive line. No offensive he's line. He's great. He's a great running he's back. He's a great but, running back. But you're, you're, talking, going to you're talking about, oh, enough. they're going to stack the box. Not worried. It's Nick Chubb. How many well, carries? He's going to he run through them. So who even where cares? His, he's going to score it. Where did he finish fantasy wise his rookie year? Half half PPR. Well, 11. that's because that's because that's because Hugh Jackson decided to keep him on the Darn. bench for seven weeks. Has he ever been? Well, I guess you're saying like this year's going to be different because he. I don't know. The, but but what do you think they, Nick Chubb's highest finish in half PPR is? Too low. I would say five. I, I'm, I'm twenty. Okay, twenty one was eleven. 2020, 9, 
And did he come in the league in 2016? That was, that? that was that was 2018. So he's um, never been a top so five. So he's never player. even he's, had a top five finish, which is insane. It is insane. And and like for last year, yeah, Baker was not good last year, but the Browns still wanted to utilize Baker. Right? It's like that was like part of the game plan was having a passing offense. Yes, that's going to be part I'm of the game up, plan. I'm looking at where they ranked in passing attempts. Okay. And if it says they were it's, like dead last in passing they were not, attempts. They were and they're going to be dead. They were dead last. They're going to be bottom five probably because they've always been bottom five with Baker. But like they're they're throwing the ball enough to where... <laughs> they're going to throw the ball enough this year. Dude, they they're were, throw they were the ball last fifth to last. They were, Man. yes, I knew this. They're still going to no. throw the ball five They're going to throw the ball. They're not going to throw the ball as much as they did last year. They threw, I mean, they even threw, if they were hardly even threw if, last year. Even if they don't, they never Baker like Stefanski never trusted Baker. He never did. They were bottom of the league in passing attack, it, passing attempts every single year. This isn't some new thing with the Browns. We're like, oh, they don't have a quarterback. They're going to keep the ball on the ground. They do that <laughs> literally <laughs> every year <laughs> since they moved back to Cleveland. <laughs> Okay, this isn't this isn't new new look. Oh man, this this is one of the better Browns quarterback situations that they have had. And it's still the worst in the league. This Blaine, is not how how strongly do you new, feel about this? Are you drafting Nick Chubb at the one? Yeah, no, first I drafted. I drafted uh, in my last league. I drafted Kamara. And then I drafted Nick Chubb in the second. So he's a running back one, but you're waiting until the second to grab him. Here's, here's <laughs> the he other thing, too. Here's the, here's the other thing. Gonna... Okay. N- Nick Chubb's value, entirely dependent because they're not going to be able to pass. What happens when Watson comes back? Well, Watson's going to be playoffs. He's going to be back. He's going to be rusty. He's going to be I rusty. think he gets. <laughs> he's going to be rusty. I, right. va- I think his value goes up when Watson comes back. Spreads the off, spreads the defense down. out. Yeah. Well, I then, don't know. then there's no loot. If he has a bad quarterback, he's going to get the ball. If he has a good one, great. The offense is better. There's no losing. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is like if you're going to give me the football. choice, if you're going to give me the choice between Nick Chubb right now or like Dalvin Cook, I'm probably taking Dalvin Cook. Like who is not has who doesn't have a potential top ten running back as his backup, <laughs> and uh, you know has finished. <sighs> As if the Browns, if the Browns would only trade Kareem Hunt, this would be a lot, a much easier sell. It would be, it really would be. But even still, we're talking about a guy who's never been a top five half PPR running back, or even full PPR. It's probably even worse. Yeah, so maybe not. If you maybe play the, the take, standard league, maybe maybe the take, maybe the take that yeah. maybe the take should be that he's he'll be top five. There you go. When's the last time you guys played in a standard league, dude? Literally Pretty never recently. in my life. I, always I, I don't think I've ever once seen someone do that. I used to play standard when I was... Until I like standard year, better, I think. I like half PPR. Half PPR, I can understand. Um, I did standard for a long, long time in the league that I ran. I've run a fantasy league, which is actually drafting tonight. I've got the first overall hey. pick. I'm on the clock, which I might have a right hot take on later. Right Not now? Not right now, but like, oh. well, I'm the first one to pick, but um, I can take Zero anyone I want. But you um, should pick anyway. uh, Christian Kirk with your first pick. DJ Moore, man. <laughs> I might. DJ Moore is also someone who I think is a little underrated. But anyway, yes, um, I agree. Yeah, I I'm gonna agree make too, I'm gonna make Matt mad with who I think is underrated. I don't even know if he is underrated, but well, next we got to turn it up one more notch, right? 
I suppose. Yeah. Are we done? Are we done with the? Are, are, are we allowed to give takes that like we don't even like feel sure about? I think that's kind of the whole idea yes, is that you say something and you can't really be like crucified right. for it. My my number <laughs> one hottest about- take is close, but one more notch. Anyway, we are moving on. My next hot take is you cannot. De- this is not even a take that is hot anymore because everybody loves Damian Pierce now. But you can't take him too high. All right. He is going to have the Kareem Hunt rookie year this year. He is this very similar player, great footwork, um, kind of a compact power back who can who can run through tackles. Not an absolute home run hitter. I think Kareem Hunt ran like a 4.6 at the combine, and Damian Pierce ran like in the high high 4.5s. So that's maybe something that knocks him down a little bit is um, – you know, doesn't quite have that home run speed. And Damian Pierce didn't have this huge workload in college. But Damian Pierce, I mean, if you look at what he's done, he's been great in the preseason. And he just straight out sat out a game because he was too good. to. St- they like knew he was a starter and they wanted to see the other guys. That's why I didn't play in the second preseason game. All right. This guy can be on the field to catch, to block. He's great at both of those things. He is a great runner, a fantastic runner behind a pretty good offensive line. And to me, like... I, he is my pick for offensive rookie of the year. I think that he's going to come in right away, start, rush for over um, a thousand yards. I think he can catch, so it'll be a, a decent PPR finish. Like after that first kind of tier of running backs, and we all know the ones that you feel good about, like with running back one, the Dalvin Cooks, the Jonathan Taylors, the Alvin Kamara's, the you know Joe Mixon's. There's there's kind of that tier, and there might be two tiers within that tier. But then after Nick Chubb you start to hit maybe like the DeAndre Swifts and the uh, Josh Jacobs. And there's, there's kind of a tear break in rounds like three and four rounds, three and four. I might take Damian Pierce just to know that I have him like after that first tier, I think Damian Pierce and like, uh, there's some other guys I like in that tier, uh, AJ Dillon and, and JK Dobbins too. But I, I, Rounds three and four, I'm I'm securing Damian Pierce after that that kind of first run. I'm I'm making sure he's on my team because I think he's going to be a, a total league winner. That league winner, that's huh? up a notch. League winner, <clears throat> league winner, Damian Pierce, and everyone likes him now. So I don't think this yeah. is a big secret, but <clears throat> it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah it's he not is, a secret he anymore. Is him, dude, he is so solid. Houston Texans worst kept secret, Damian Pierce. Yeah, it's not even a I secret. I think Rex but- Burkhead wins the starting job. <laughs> it's all fun and games until Rex Burkhead games. goes we're for in, we're in, Rex Burkhead is in line for 300 carries this year, I say. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, and no, I th- he's, he's sick. Theo, do you know who I think is a league winner? Uh, besides Nick Chubb and Jalen Hurts? T. Higgins. I knew you were going to say T Higgins. How is T Higgins a league winner? You know, what is it with people and this guy? You know that dude? T Higgins had more targets per game last year than Jamar Chase. I don't care. <laughs> Jamar Chase better. He's, there's like five receivers there who are all awesome. He's not a league winner. I think so. If, I, to be a league winner, he would have to be like wide receiver one. Next I don't season. think he'll be wide receiver. Jamar Chase is being drafted as wide receiver three. Right. And he only had like a handful of targets more than T Higgins because he played in three more games. But when you look at like T Higgins towards the end of the season and how productive he was, you know, and how capable he was in like the Super Bowl, 
I, I think he can be a very, very valuable asset for them and a very valuable asset for your fantasy team. Uh, Matt's not going to draft him because he hates Clemson. Um, and that's that's the only reason. That is your only reason for disliking T. Higgins. Dude is fantastic. Dude catches everything. If you throw T. Higgins the football and he doesn't come down with it, you didn't throw it to T. Higgins. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you done? Would you like to say something? I would. <laughs> I think about uh, T. Higgins. It's like uh, he. Okay. I, I've, jokes aside. He's pretty good. And at his ADP, I think he could beat it. He's going to get a lot of targets. He's in a very good offense. But he's not a league winner. As, as, as wide receiver 18, how good would you need for him to be? Jamar Chase is more talented than him. I think Jamar Chase is better. I think maybe a more interesting take would be that Jamar Chase shouldn't be wide receiver three. That may be. I could that, see. That may be it. Because I do think that but T. I, Higgins I is going to be a lot closer to Jamar as far as production-wise. But unless unless T Higgins is like a top five receiver, I don't think he's a league winner. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember yeah, where <laughs> I ranked him. I I do think that 18. I think like I think that a borderline top 10 finish for T Higgins is definitely not uh, yes. out of the question. And if he's at 18, that's like good value there. Um, I would feel pretty happy taking T Higgins. I feel pretty good about pretty good about. He is. A, I do subscribe to the T Higgins mini D hop agendas i do Mini think that he, he reminds, isn't he bigger than is it i thought he, he was is isn't bigger. he bigger than t hop well when i say when i say mini <laughs> i, I know, mean I like i mean like not a discount d hop i do yeah, I deandre think hopkins fair. also also went to clemson not good <laughs> not, not a good player <laughs> not a good player bad at football <laughs> yeah no, no, i'm kidding um, yeah, I don't know if he's a league winner because he is, you know, not someone who's exactly a, a sleeper right now as a top twenty receiver. But I do think that he's a he's a good value with where he's taking. I, I just I think, think like think- if if you're looking if you're looking at receivers and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to take Jamar Chase at the back at the back of the first. Maybe instead you should be looking to get T Higgins in like the third or the fourth because you're yeah, going to get basically say, the same yeah, guy. The take that T Higgins and Jamar Chase could finish. Once again, in, in a pretty similar range, is not a not a bad one, I think. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's all with Mister T, Mister T Higgins. All right, Matt. What's what's? I think you have another one, Matt. I don't like Alan Lazard. No, I don't like <laughs> Alan Lazard. How many? How many years? Are people going to get like burnt for trying to figure out who Aaron Rodgers likes in that wide receiver room? I understand well, this year it is different because you are looking for his wide receiver one, but I, every year, who's the wide receiver two going to be? Every year, they never get it right. They're talking about, oh, Devin Funches is going to go be fantasy. It's going like, to no, be, it's going to be, uh, oh, it'll be Randall Cobb. <laughs> this is stop. It's going to be DeGuara. That guy hates wide receivers. It's going to be DeGuara. I'm not subscribed to the talent with Alan Lazard. I think he's going to be matched up against number one corners. I think he's no, going to struggle. He's gonna, what they're going to do is they're going to put him, they're going to give him no. cup roll. They're going to no. put him in this big slot. No number one is going to go in the slot. Well, actually, that's not true. Number ones may go in the slot more because if they're physical, you can put them in the run fits and more and more people are putting their number one wide receivers in this slot. But I do think that he is... I don't think that they're, I think they're going to be able to scheme him ways. I don't think he's going to be the X. That's what I'm saying. I think that he's not going to be out there on the sideline 
against the noble corners. I think Sammy Watkins is going to get thrown in that role and he's going to get zero yards every week. Alan Lazard is going to be in the slot. They're going to throw Sammy Watkins to the wolves, dude. I'm telling you. God damn. <laughs> no, that's what's going to actually be. No, I agree. Sammy Watkins will not, get no yards. Not good at football. He went to Clemson. Fade, fade Sammy. Fade, yeah. I'm fade. not bought into the Sammy Watkins hype. <laughs> yeah. No. They're going to, yeah. So I think that they're going to keep him kind of more in that, that, slottish role um where he can avoid that like oh number one guys are just gonna press him and beat him all the time i i I think that that lazard is going to be in a role that prevents that from happening a little bit and i saw a stat that aaron Rodgers has supported a a top 10 wide receiver basically every year he's been in the league and obviously the wide receivers that he's had have made it pretty easy for him jordy nelson's amazing Devontae adams amazing uh greg jennings is amazing like it Alan's hard to step down from those guys, but like again, okay. I, I've seen him lead the league and I've seen Aaron John I've seen Aaron Rodgers make hoodie washed, came back from Oakland, James Jones lead the league in touchdowns. I know that him and Lazard have an actual chemistry. Like Rodgers has been chewing out all these young wide receivers in practice, like publicly being like, we're dropping everything, we're running the wrong routes. So Lazard is going to be the only guy that he trusts, I fear. And if you've got like Rogers laser beamed on you, this isn't like trying to figure out who's the number two behind Adams because we knew Adams was. I feel like I almost feel more like this is at like this is the clear number one, and you're getting the Rogers number one instead of trying to figure out who the number two is because that I think you you are out on dubs and you're out on Watson. You don't think they're going to be relevant because you're trying to figure out who the number two is behind Lazard. But Lazard, I feel confident that Rodgers is laser focused in on and Lazard's going to catch 12 touchdowns this year, sadly. How many touchdowns did Lazard have last year? Probably like six to eight, somewhere in that range. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he had you know six to eight last year and you lose Devontae... Someone's got to take those. Someone's got to. So I, I I don't hate I don't hate Lazard. Um, I also still I like know. Brees Hall. That's fair. I, we're Hall. running out of time here. I have my hottest take that I have not yet given. We're getting we are already okay. an hour into this, but my hottest okay. take. I have the okay. number one overall pick in my fantasy draft tonight. I think I will take Derrick Henry. I think he could finish as the people fading Derrick Henry. I hate this take. Are stupid. They're stupid. Last year, before he got hurt, Derrick Henry was on pace to be the running back one easily and score the most half PPR points of any running back in the last 15 years outside of 2019 McCaffrey. He was incredible. He was incredible. So he is in an offense. But you won't take McCaffrey. Because McCaffrey McCaffrey was unbelievable in 2019. In 2019. And then he's suffered multiple like foot injuries that have kept him out for years. And I don't know what he is. I feel more confident about Derrick Henry who had a foot injury last year. Yes, but he came back from that. All right. So he's came back from that and now he's had a full off season and he's, people are like, Oh, he's too old. He's tried off the tires. I'm going to look at some of the running backs from the last era, the 2010s, what they did in their age 28 season. 
Marshawn Lynch had 1,600 total yards and 17 touchdowns. Adrian Peterson, 1,411 touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy, 1,614 touchdowns. Matt Forte, 1,900 total yards, 12. LaDainian Tomlinson, 1,900 yards, 18. Arian Foster, 1,500 yards, 13 touchdowns. Jamal Charles, the most injury-prone guy ever, 1,300 yards, 14 touchdowns. Chris Johnson, 1,400 total yards, 10 touchdowns. Even Steven Jackson had 1,400 total yards and six touchdowns. All right. That's all age 28 seasons. People are going to look at Gurley and be like, oh, he was washed at age 28. Le'Veon Bell, who sat out an entire year voluntarily and then went to the worst offensive line in the league, the Jets enslaved away. He fell off a little bit earlier. And like Zeke is the other one where I think like people are looking at some of the more recent examples of age 28 running backs and being like, oh, I don't trust... I don't trust Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is an old school workhorse running back. He's going to age like the list of the guys I just named. And I feel very confident that as a number one offense in a very old school coaching staff, a hard nosed run first mentality with the Tennessee Titans have, he's just going to go in and he's just going to do what he did the last three years, lead the league in rushing and lead the league in rushing touchdowns, which he was on pace to do, and I'm certain he would have done last year if he stayed healthy. Like, I think he could just very easily just come in and do that again. Like, very easily. Yes, injury is a a risk, but he doesn't have injury history outside of just... I wouldn't label him an injury-prone guy just yet. I would not label uh, him injury-prone. I would not label him injury-prone. People are fading him, and I, I think, like, Jonathan Taylor running back one, maybe that is what I'll do. But in the sake of hot takes... He is unironically my my running back two behind Taylor. And I think it's if he outproduces Taylor to me or any other running back this league, like he has been doing for the past three years when he's been healthy, like at age 28, I'm not that scared. I'm not scared of drafting Derrick Henry like extremely early. I'm not scared. I'm of a him. little I'm a little scared of drafting Derrick Henry early. More and for me. Literally, it, it's yeah, more for you. But like to me, it's not like an injury where like Derrick Henry has an incredible frame. Right. So like for the most part that you look at that, you're like, okay, he's probably not going to get hurt. But foot injuries are different. Right. This is the reason why we get scared anytime like centers have foot injuries in the NBA, because we are like we understand that, like, even though you're a big guy and you're probably not going to get banged around a lot, you're you're always you you need your feet like that is it is so important. So it's like. If Derrick Henry like just got his foot stepped on, which if you've ever played football, you can get your foot stepped on by a 400-pound offensive lineman, 300-pound offensive lineman pretty easily, right? It's just like, I, I feel like literally Derrick Henry getting hurt is a matter of just like bad luck. And that's something that I'm not r- really willing to play with. Well, if it's just bad luck, I just don't think he's injured. I'm just not ready to label him like I am. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is like, oh, this guy's injury yeah. prone. And while everybody's I, like, I'm with oh, you I'm on taking, that. I'm with you on that. I'm taking Austin Eckler. I'm taking Dalvin Cook. I'm taking all these other guys ahead of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is like the sixth running, the fifth or sixth running back off the board in some places. More for me. That's all I got to say. He could be, and I think he will be a top two running back this year. That is my maybe my hottest take. Okay. I might take him number one overall in my fantasy draft tonight so that's my that's my hottest one but we got to get out matt what's your hottest take say that. i don't know i think i'm all out of stuff i feel real good about i like jk dobbins a lot this year as you should but i think everybody already knows that yeah. you just worry Corlin's about maybe sudden. lamar running running the ball a shit ton yeah yeah but. 
Corlin Sutton. Corlin Sutton as a top. I have him as a top ten receiver also this year. But that's another thing that fantasy people are high on. So I'm not. We're running out of time. Listen to yeah some other fantasy guy explain it. Russell Wilson <laughs> likes likes big deep threats. Right. Bang. Done. Perfect. That's my take. I would lean. My other thing would be like Gabe Davis. I'm pretty high on. I'm not sure how high yet, but I am high on Gabe Davis. I, I'm leaning towards. He it's the might, hottest take, so you got to say you got to say something like Gabe Davis will outperform <laughs> Stefan Diggs if we're going to ramp this up. Oh, right. okay. Are you going to say? F- can I say it is top ten high enough? Is that is that hot enough for you? There we go. We'll say yeah, top ten. Okay, top Gabe, 10 Dave, wide receiver, Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis, top ten fantasy wide receiver. I, I don't know if he would outperform Diggs because that that is kind of the the caliber. Um, and then there's like, I think Derek Carr has the potential to be like a top five quarterback. You look at like, he, he had his career high in passing yards last season, last season. And then he just added his best friend, <laughs> like at wide receiver. And we know how that turned out for Burrow. We know how that adding an elite receiver turned out for Allen. Again, same thing we talked about with Hertz. So I, I, I can expect some, some pretty high level passing production from Derek Carr, I think. Yeah. Okay, top five is that's pretty so, hot, but we're running out of time. So speaking yes. of running, <laughs> speaking of running, running, <laughs> running your pool, run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles closer together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em and survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And like I said, I love just the pick'em like mode in there just the straight up game picks baby like injected into my bloodstream i wish they should do a survivor they should do a survivor league but include the preseason and you have to pick survivor preseason things i think that would really uh up the ante um i don't know if they have that they probably do because they have you know any game type that you would want but that's not all uh we have teamed up with run your pool to host a pool for us and our listeners so you can compete against us in a survivor league, you know, last man standing. It's like Fortnite, right? Last man standing wins. <laughs> it's the original battle royale uh, was like, survivor fantasy. It's like chug jug guy. It's like a chug. You don't get those though. You once you take damage, you're just you're just out. You hey, don't get a this, chug jug or this, a this, this is a med or kit. anything. It's a med kit. A, you don't get any med kits. <laughs> How to play? It's simple. <laughs> Hop on the battle bus and join the pool <laughs> via the link in the description or at play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Sign up and make your picks. But why not make it interesting, right? Run Your Pool will be giving out $300 in cash prizes to the winners. So if you manage to beat us, you won't walk away empty-handed. And, uh, Imagine all don't the V get bucks that. you can get. You could get so many that, dude. What is the translation rate? <laughs> this is like V bucks. This is just like they have this thing called money. It's just like V bucks, but you could spend it on more things. So make sure to join today at play.runyourpool.com/stayhot. Again, that's play.runyourpool.com/stayhot, or just check the link in the description. Okay, what is our question of the week to end this thing? The question of the week is, would you rather, I guess it's, it's a would you rather, not a question of the week, but would you rather only ever have hot drinks or only ever eat cold food? Hot drinks, bro. Give me hot tea every yep. every day. Yes, yes, sir. Like, Yo. I love me a, a hot tea. 
And if it's lukewarm water, I can live with that. All right. I've lived in Arizona for a while now. I know what hot water from a water bottle tastes like. I'm used to it. You no hot food ever again? What the hell? I'd just be eating Jimmy nah. John's the rest of my life. <laughs> nothing wrong ass. with that. Nothing, <laughs> wrong, nothing wrong with that at all, man. Cold Sweet. ass. Cold Here's the ass, thing, right? Mayo ass sandwich. Nah, nah. <laughs> you don't always have to. There, there are cold things you can eat, right? You can cook things and then let them cool then off. You cook things, wait for them to get cold, and then eat them. Or yes, cook things out of the oven and make yourself like a coffee or hot tea or just warm up. You're gonna drink water hot bit. water. What is well, the hot is hot. It depends yeah, on how it like hot scalding? it is. Is it like boiling and like oh, my mouth melts? Like No, yeah, it's okay. We'll say it, it is the, sat in the back of your car in like a hot car all day. <laughs> that's 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 your water. That's just saying it's hot. Okay. It's hot. Okay, um, I'll take it. Oh, no. I take a steak off the grill. What is this? A Let fucking me go put like... it in the refrigerator for an hour and then I can eat it. No, <laughs> no, that's no way to live. Nah, that's man. no way to live. I go to a restaurant. <laughs> Do you have anything ice cold? Uh, can I get that cold, please? Yeah, there's I'm a not, lot of restaurants you, you just to, couldn't eat. You don't have to get it ice cold, but like, oh, if, if it has to be, it, 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 then the drinks can be lukewarm. If cold food is room temperature, then warm drinks is room temperature. Is You're that, just wrong on is this that wrong? one. No, you I just don't know. This just that. this just feels like okay. If we're doing like hot drinks, this to if me feels you, like you couldn't ever go to a restaurant. Yes, you could. You could never. No, you couldn't. Yes, you can. Half of the you'd have, have to have like sushi every day or whatever. Okay, we go you to love McDonald's. Sushi. We go to Mc, we go like to McDonald's. What you go to McDonald's? What cold food are you getting? He's asking for a popsicle, <laughs> like a little kid. No. <laughs> No, just get like what, what get a sausage, food? get a sausage McMuffin, and then let it sit, dude. If you let <laughs> McDonald's cool off, it's, it's horrible. I, I got some McNuggets today; they smelled like rubber. Five minutes after I got them, you don't want to wait for all your food. You so also, so much for that McDonald's so sponsorship, huh? I, it's good hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was very. I, I still got it, didn't I? You did. You yeah. did. I'm still here. You're still here. <laughs> So, Listen, so, all I'm saying, th- hot drinks to me is like the Julian Smith, like hot Kool Aid bit, where he's like, "I made this for you," like that. That's a real. I don't know throw. what that I haven't is. heard the name Julian Smith <laughs> since I was in sixth grade. Um, that that's just how I feel, and I'm like, I don't want to drink everything hot. Like I can go. I don't want to eat everything cold. cold. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to have. To, like I am perfectly fine. Eating like steak tartare for dinner every day. That's How a real life reference. You had that? that last night. No, oh, super. It's, it's not knowing that much. Bladen. It's not that. It was like oh, tw- it was, it was, it was like much. twenty bucks. Yeah, it's an expensive that meal, restaurant. Dude. Was in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's both. I'm gonna go to that restaurant. It's a great restaurant. I'm gonna I figure out it. how much it was. It was twenty bucks, and it was cold. For, for, yeah, it's it's that's the thing. It's it's steak. uncooked beef. It's uncooked. It's uncooked beef. Uncooked with, doesn't um, mean it's cold, short rib. Though. You would get sick of that. You know, you it's know how rib. limiting not being able to eat hot food is. I want you to keep a journal You're, over the next couple of weeks and just pay attention. The only to how thing many I drink is like ice hot. water. Almost everything, like I drink ice water more than I eat hot food. I promise <laughs> you. All right. I think that we're living a much better quality of life with our hot food and drinking. Nah, you know, 
tell him to warm up the water in the microwave for like 30 seconds and just drink that. <laughs> but nah, man. you also are the man who said that you would prefer to be blind than <laughs> not be able hey, to hear. I do I have a song called insane. Blind. I do have a song called Blind. You do. <laughs> you do. Nice. I do. <laughs> you know, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about, something that means a lot to me. What? You see the Denzel Mims rumors. <laughs> Dude, God if he becomes a Panther, it. I'm so up. Dude. Denzel Mims, be so wide funny. receiver, wide, wide receiver five in Carolina, baby. <laughs> nah, man. That would be, hey, he has like 100 yards right now as we're talking wow. in this preseason game because he is him. Denzel Hims. <laughs> Denzel Hims. <laughs> but Panthers are getting so, up a second round pick for him here. Stop. <laughs> stop. Anyway, facts. Thank you guys so much for watching. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> As always, tons of content coming come to on all platforms. Um, yeah, we'll be back from Matt Bladen and Theo, Corn Boy, Bird Boy, Lemon Boy. <laughs> Theo thought he. I thought, thought you were gonna forget. I, I, I threw a curveball. I never forget, man. As always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.